everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Coach My World. I am Renee Roberts, and I am your therapeutic coach. Thank you, fam, for your continual support of this podcast. It is making waves. It is reaching all parts of the world, and I am super excited about that. Just continue to share it. You know, your word of mouth is really what's making this thing blow up, so keep spreading it. Keep talking about it. Keep gossiping about it. Yes. And don't forget, if you need some private coaching, I also offer that. It's so much more detailed than this podcast. Although this podcast is amazing, there are some things that I can customize and we can just get to the root of your particular issues. If you contact me, visit me at my website at IamReneeRoberts.com. You can also find me at Facebook and Instagram at IamReneeRoberts. I am waiting to hear from you, waiting to get this journey started with you. So in the meantime, my ultimate goal is for each episode of this podcast to be a therapeutic time of self-discovery, healing, and for progress for your life. So you know what I like to do? I like to get your lives moving forward. So let's get that going. Fam, how are you managing your healing journey? How are you managing on your healing journey? I hope that the last episode encouraged you. I hope that you felt empowered and provoked uh, towards emotional healing. I hope that your heart was touched in so many ways. I hope that you've gained a greater understanding as to why emotional healing is necessary for your life. Remember, Coach Renee wants you to win. I want to see you whole and I want to see you full of vitality in every dimension of your life. That's your spirit, your soul, and your physical body. This is why in this episode, I'm investing so much energy into providing you with strategies for you during your journey of healing. For you now, these strategies are just for you, for your person, exclusively for you. And every strategy has been well thought out to touch the areas of your soul that needs uplifting during your healing journey. All right. And again, and guess what? Guess what? Guess what, guys? These strategies will work for anyone. Regardless of the emotional injury, regardless of how deep it is, regardless of how long it's been there, as long as you are willing to put in the work and to do the work and to put these strategies to work, it will work for you. And here's here's a, here's another part of the guarantee. If you struggle with any of these strategies, if you're struggling with any of these strategies after trying them, I'm making myself available to assist you. I keep reminding you every episode, I'm your girl. Call me, contact me today. Get on my website, imreneroberts.com. There you'll find my booking site. There you'll find even my business line, which you can text my business line. Text me so that we can build a safety net and some boundaries around your healing journey. Let's customize it for you. Isn't it time you did something life-giving for you? We do it for everyone else. So I'm going to answer that for you. Yep, it is. So let's get into these 11 powerful strategies I have for you. I want to just kind of get through them so you can get them and put them into your little toolbox, uh, your emotional toolbox, and use them when you need them. So the first one, the first thing I want you to do is extend grace and compassion to yourself. 
Extend grace and compassion to yourself. You are not beyond healing. I don't care what it is. You are not beyond hope. Please don't make healing harder than it already may be because you're beating yourself up all the time. Start being kind to you. Learn to honor yourself through this process. You don't have to wait until you're all together to start celebrating yourself. Sometimes we just, we're just too hard on ourselves. Sometimes we're too abusive to ourselves. Let's rid of that punishment and tough love mentality and start embracing grace and compassion as our modes of dealing with ourselves. You know, research shows that those people who practice self-compassion and grace, they show greater increase in well in their well-being than those who did not practice it. So we see beating ourselves down does not, I repeat, it does not make us better. It only worsens what's already broken. All right. So extend grace and compassion to yourself. Number two, thank yourself. I told you these are all strategies for you. Capital Y-O-U. These are for you. Thank yourself. Yep. I said it and I meant what I said, y'all. Thank yourself. Regardless of the emotional pain you've experienced that's causing you to be uh, in this emotional, on this emotional healing journey, you have made it this far. Thank yourself. Clap for you. You did not die in that pain. You did not die in that injury. And although you may have wanted to quit, guess what? Sus, you didn't. Bruh, you made it. You're here. Whatever coping mechanisms you used during those times, they worked. They worked at that time. Even if they don't work now or they weren't the healthiest in the first place, you did what you had to do to get where you are today. The bottom line is this. You are here now. You are on your journey and you deserve to be thanked. So take a minute right here, right here. Just say thank you. Thank, thank you. Thank you, self. And say your name, though. Thank you, Renee. Thank yourself for committing to this healing journey. And then give yourself a big hug and say, you're welcome. (laughs) I love it. Third thing, don't go it alone. Don't go it alone. Or or I could have put don't do it alone, but I like don't go it alone because we're talking about a journey. And research shows that as human beings, we heal better together, guys. This is so intriguing to me because of the human instinct to just naturally withdraw or isolate when we get hurt. Unfortunately, we have normalized staying to ourselves until we are, quote unquote, done healing. We have become comfortable with dealing with our wounds alone licking our wounds by ourselves. But here's an amazing reality I want you to visualize and I want you to reconceptualize. Friends and family are waiting to be there for you and with you as you heal. The old adage says that no man is an island. Um, Our soul won't progress alone, family. And I know you may feel like that's the best thing that for you right now, that's the best thing for you to do for yourself right now. But trust me on this, trust me. The research doesn't lie, and my experience has proven this to be true. Be open to receiving support from your community, all right? Allow yourself to be seen. Allow yourself to be supported and cared for by your friends and your loved ones, by those you trust, by those you know who mean you well. We heal better when we have trusted, healthy individuals on our journey with us. Reach out to someone who feels safe and watch, just watch, watch how you're healing increases. Go for it. Don't do it alone. All right. Fourth thing, don't try to fix it all at once. 
My God, it didn't happen all at once. Don't try to fix it all at once. Fam, emotional healing is not simple. It is not easy. And whatever experiences you've endured that has injured you, likely these these injuries have deeper roots in you than you realize. And these experiences and injuries may be affecting you in so many ways. It's affecting your behavior. It's affecting how you think. It's affecting how you process. It's even affecting how you sleep. And some ways are extremely hard to detect because we become so used to them. But it doesn't discount that they still exist. So let's stay realistic. Let's deal with what's really existing. Don't expect to fix all the ways your issues or your trauma has affected you all at one time. It takes time. Be patient. Healing is in motion. Just stay the journey knowing that it takes time. All right. Number five, sit through it. Sit through it. Amongst all of the strategies I have for you in this episode, this may actually be one of the most challenging things for us to do. Why? Because you are more than likely going through this range of intense emotions, uh, ranges like sadness and grief and rage. And, and these are not fun emotions. And I know that it's tempting to just want to ignore them or to abandon them or to rush through the healing of them. It will be uncomfortable. Understand that. But acknowledging difficult feelings is such an essential part of your healing. The light at the end of the tunnel is this. Because there is a light. Feelings do pass, even if it doesn't feel like they will. So be courageous, guys. (laughs) I was about to say, be full of courage and take a seat in that pain. There is victory at the end of this, I promise you. Number six, here's the sixth thing I want you to do. Know that progress progress isn't linear. Know, K-N-O-W, that progress is not linear. What do I mean by that? The healing progress doesn't flow in a straight line. When you're talking about something being linear, you're talking about something flowing in this 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 perfect straight line, right? Uh, some days you, you're going to feel like you're making the best breakthroughs in your life, that you are healing, you're on top of things, you're moving forward. And then all of a sudden you crash, you have a horrible day where you feel like you are just emotionally unhinged and that your emotional healing has been undone <laughs> or that you did something wrong or that you've regressed. Don't get discouraged. You didn't regress. This is normal. And it will eventually balance out. Your key, your thing to do is to just stay the course. Do not get caught up in the ups and downs of the healing process. All right. Number seven, one of my phase because I am a coach, but getting some coaching or therapy. Now, listen, emotional healing can be incredibly rewarding, but it can also be painful while you're trying to work through it. You might want to consider talking to a mental health professional, such as a coach or a therapist. Yes, coaches are professional uh, uh, health, mental health professionals. I am a mental health professional. Uh, and you may want to get in contact with somebody who is trained and specializes in working with people on emotional healing journeys every day. Um, 
we we are those type of professionals and I say we because I am a therapeutic coach uh and my main drive is emotions. I love to see people through their emotional issues, their emotional discomforts. No, I am not here to diagnose you with issues. I actually hate diagnosis, but I am here to literally help you uh connect with your feelings and learn how to deal with them. You know, uh, when you connect with professionals such as myself, uh, we can help you heal at a pace that is suitable for you. In addition to giving you insight into uh, what you may not be able to find out about yourself on your own. This is why I need you to go to my website and book a consultation today. I told you it costs you nothing, but 15 minutes is one click away www.iamreneroberts.com. I promise that you will be overwhelmed in a good sense with the results. And as this this therapeutic life coach that I love calling myself, I have the honor and the pleasure of joining so many wonderful souls on their journeys almost every day of the week and seeing their lives transformed. And I am eagerly waiting to join you on yours as well. Okay, so that is number seven, coaching or therapy. Number eight, mindfulness. Hmm. What can I say about mindfulness? When we are pursuing emotional healing from something, it can be very easy to get seduced back into into those past hurts and um, those past thoughts and those past events. Or it can be easy to imagine the worst possible outcome for your future if you don't heal. Mindfulness practices can help you be in the present moment and see that at this moment, I am just fine. At this moment, I am healing. At this moment, regardless of my past or future, I am becoming whole. So mindfulness helps us to stay in the present. All right. So we want to go ahead and exercise some mindfulness. This actually helps with the grace and the um the the oh my god i'm getting stuck for words this helps with the grace and compassion that we need to extend to ourselves when we become mindful we're able to extend grace and compassion understanding that we are where we are right now and this is fine okay number nine journaling now my clients know if you're my client and you're listening to this you know and i know you're probably shaking your head like mm-hmm, but you know that i love using journaling on our journeys because research shows that journaling is an effective way to tap into the unconscious mind by helping people work through their feelings and make meaning of what has happened to them because sometimes you need to see it you need to see it on paper right i've seen so many breakthroughs just from people journaling journaling also has helped increase their self-awareness helping uh, um, some of my clients really be able to connect with what they felt or what they feel by being aware of those not so easy to recognize feelings so it helps them to rid of the i don't knows and i don't know what i'm feeling and if you're not used to journaling or feel like you can't journal because you don't have the proper writing skills and i don't know how to spell i don't know how to write I have horrible handwriting. Stop it. Writing skills are not required. Okay. Use the verbiage you have. Use drawing. Put it in writing. Draw pictures of how you're feeling. Journaling is for every level of writing and drawing. Don't be don't be deterred by your levels and your skills or lack of. Get to journaling. I promise it's going to help you. It's going to help you feel so much better. Even in this moment, it will help you feel better. All right. Start putting it in into your life as a practice. Number 10, allow yourself to feel. Give yourself permission to feel. You know, I'm big on this. The fullness. Do you want to feel the fullness, though? Feel the fullness, not just a little bit of your grief. Feel the fullness of your grief. 
If you're going to be angry, feel it. Feel the anger that's going through your soul, the pain, the loss, without trying to attach or associate this pain with something uh, some other kind of meaning or some other kind of story or thought. Feel it raw. I said it. Feel it raw. This can be deeply healing and helpful in processing emotions. All right. Research shows because, you know, I love research. It shows that the cycle of an emotion. Listen to this may last for only 90 seconds. That's a minute and a half, guys. Knowing this can possibly help emotions feel less overwhelming. So when you are overcome by an emotion, when emotions get intense, time it. Put your put everything is smart now. We got smartphones, smart watches. Time it. Tell Siri to put the timer on for 90 seconds and see how long it takes before feeling the, the you know, those before your emotional intensity dies down. See how long it, it takes for that to leave, that feeling to leave. You can also implement the mindfulness we just talked about. You can implement the mindfulness during this time. And also during this time, I want you to notice, allow, and describe. Notice, allow, and describe any physical sensations that are moving through your body without judging it or trying to change it. Breathe through these sensations, all right? You can use different exercises to try to ground yourself. Simple things like just putting your feet firmly on the floor or drinking a sip of water or running cold water over your hands or any other mechanisms you have learned how to 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 use. But use different things to ground yourself when you start feeling these sensations. Listen, I, I did an activity with one of my younger clients. I have a young client and um, this client uh, struggles with processing anger at times and frustration. And so one of the things I worked with them is to uh, try to try to recognize the physical sensations they would experience when they would hit anger, when anger would hit them. Because what I want to do, the goal is to get them to recognize I'm getting angry, I'm angry, I'm on my way to very angry, which leads to unacceptable outcomes, Right. We as adults, that's a young client, that's a kid. We as adults, you know, we can we can stand to do the same type of exercise. Start recognizing what your body is doing when you're feeling certain things. Now that that particular client's the issue is anger. But what what are you going through? Are you fighting low feelings, like feeling like you're almost depressed? Are you fighting sadness? Are you what are you fighting? Loneliness? Like figure out what's going on and how the these type of emotions trigger you and how they affect you so that you'll understand what's going through your body at the time and you can then start trying to bring a connection to it uh, psychologically or mentally, all right? So allow yourself to feel. Feel it in, in your body. Feel it, feel it, feel it, feel it because that's really where feelings are. Feelings are not in your mind. Your feelings are in your body, all right? So it's good to understand how our body reacts to these feelings, all right? And the last one, move your body. Move your body. As you're feeling uh, these challenging emotions, try to move your body to help help process what you're feeling. We don't like to process what we're feeling because it requires us feeling. <laughs> it requires us to feel. I've had many clients tell me, I don't want to feel this. I don't want to feel. 
But the minute they confronted the feelings, they were able to free themselves to further heal. It doesn't have to be a chore- these choreographed movements, guys. Just move your body in ways that it wants to move. Whether your body wants to move slowly or quickly, whether your body wants to shake or if it wants to run, whether it wants to jump or walk. I don't care what it is. You get the point. Just let your body move. It's a whole vibe for your body, your, for your soul, and for your mind. Before you know it, the intensity of the feeling has passed and you are now better able to manage or navigate through it. All right? Now, now that we have our strategies in place, I wanted to answer a final question in this episode that many of us want to know Inquiring minds want to know. I've gotten it in my DM. I've gotten it in an email. Uh, Inquiring minds want to know, how do I know, Coach Renee, if I'm healed? How do I know, Coach Renee, if I'm actually healing? Listen, there is no finish line to cross that signifies that you are now this fully healed being. In fact, emotional healing can sometimes be so gradual you may not even realize how much you've healed and other people may notice it before you but if you can look back at a situation without being overcome by emotion if you can better bounce back and be resilient when something emotional injures you or if you simply feel a greater sense of peace this means guys your your healing journey journey is progressing in the right direction After most surface things are dealt with, there may be some deeper levels of emotional healing that are discovered. Do your best to live in a way that honors and supports your continued journey of your emotional healing. Because honestly, it's one of those never-ending journeys we will always be healing from something emotional. Some seasons in our lives, uh, the journey will be a smooth, smooth sail. But then there are other seasons in our lives that's going to be like treacherous waters and it's going to come with a lot of challenging emotional uh, times. Regardless of where you are in your healing journey, regardless if you're in the sea of smooth sailing or if you are on choppy waters, know that emotional healing can improve your physical, emotional and mental health, the well-being, the satisfaction in life and the connection to yourself and to others. (sighs) fam, it's within you. You have the power and the capacity to heal forward. And I want to applaud you for taking the necessary steps to stay on your journey. I want to, you are too beautiful to live emotionally impaired, fam. Challenge yourself to do the work and watch your life prosper like never before. Ah, you know, I love you. I love you, fam, and I'm super proud of you. So until next time, stay encouraged, stay focused, stay the course. Have a good one, fam.